music today, folks. We are live. Uh, this is your boy, Wheelchair Rick. I hate when people do that. I hate those intros. I know, right? Um, you know, today I, I figured we were supposed to do a Wheelchair Wednesday. Didn't really have anything lined up. So I figured, you know, got a hold of a friend. He said, hey, I'll come over and we can talk about some stuff, whatever. And I was like, sure, let's do it. Um, so without further ado... I'm going to give it over to my buddy here, Mr. Rowdy Freeman. Ooh, how you doing, buddy? What's going on, people? What is happening? Another day in the hood. I hear that. Now, once we're sitting here doing this, I just want to let everybody know that this is live. This is a live show. We don't know what the hell we're going to be talking about today. I was going to put a disclaimer up so people could see, like, Warning, you know, these uh, two guys are talking about crazy opinions, and if you don't, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? We are here just to have a good time. If you don't want to listen to what we have to say, don't listen to it. You know what I mean? Amen. If you want to research some stuff, feel free to research it. We've already done all the research. We've seen what we've seen. It is what it is. You know what I mean? So, with all that being said, how you been, man? Doing good, brother. Living life one day at a time. Living life, living life, living life is a good thing. I, I realize that. This is my third year today, actually, on the dot. Happy uh, anniversary, man. Yeah, thank you. My anniversary, been in a wheelchair. You know, a lot of people say that the third year is the absolute worst. Dude, I'm amazed the leaps and bounds. <laughs> I've watched. I mean, I, I I understand. I get it. I think, for me, like, I got I to gotta wholeheartedly give it to my old lady, you know what I mean? My old lady and the family for sticking with me and actually helping me out. And I had a choice to make at the hospital day one, you know what I mean? Like, as soon as I figured out, am I going to be a crabby-ass fucking douchebag about this thing, or am I just going to figure out how to work through it and get it done? Um, so, obviously, I took the high road. You chose life. did what life. had to be done, you know what I mean? Chose life. Chose life, right. So, here we are. Um, we're going to be talking about some crazy stuff today, man. There's a lot of stuff going on here. Um... First off, is there anything that you want to get into first before we start ranting on? Well, first of all, congratulations. Three-year mm-hmm. anniversary. You chose life. Thank you. It's an amazing, amazing thing that you've done. Um, I've had some friends that have been in similar situations to yours and chose life, and here they are 40 years later still kicking ass. Right. Good good buddy of mine, Lenny French, a little before your time, but a lot of the, the Jackson guys know him. Mm-hmm. Good old Lenny French, uh, Street Toys. But uh, looking good, brother. It's been too long. Heck yeah, man. And uh, I, used, I remember some of my funnest times was when I got to get in my car and just go drive around and see all my customers, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Stop by, say what's up, shake a hand, smoke a cigarette, you know, talk some shit real quick, drink a cup of coffee, and then be on my way. Um, so it's good to actually talk to people that you used to, you know, I, I thought about getting back into the whole business, but man, there's no way I could do it. Like I used to, you know what I mean? I'd have to hire somebody, which I got plenty of work. I just got to wait for him to grow up big enough to where I can take him and put him to work. You know what I mean? I think you totally do it. Oh, I can. I, I probably will. You know what I mean? I think I will. I just, I, I want to see us get through this winter. I know it's been hard on a lot of businesses lately with our fucking current former vice president running everything. Um, and our fantastic governor. Fantastic, man. Can I just tell you how much she's fixed all the streets and all the roads in Michigan? How long has she been saying she's going to fix the roads for? <sighs> how long has she been in office? Fuck, that's a good question, too. <laughs> Shit, I can't remember. I remember uh, Gretchen. No, no, what's her name? Granholm. 
was the last governor, I remember, wasn't it? Mm, I just wanted to gnaw on that big mole on her face. Isn't her and her mole higher up now? She's fucking... I, I believe so. She's talking... Yeah, she's... Uh, I think I just seen her, actually, talking about the Department of Treasury, maybe? I could be wrong. Good Lord. <laughs> Don't quote me on that one, but I... I I remember I seen her and I'm like, that's a fucking former governor of Michigan. Yeah, I really didn't keep track of what she was doing. I wanted to forget her as soon as she left the state, just like I want to forget Whitmer when she leaves the state. I mean, sorry, Whitler. Whitless. Stretching and Gretchen. Good old stretch. And a lot of people like her. You know, I've seen a lot of, uh, and it's funny, every time when, when election season comes around, you see all these ads and people are talking about, oh, well, Look at these chips. They were they were made in uh, in China, but now I'm gonna bring it back here to them. And I'm like, bitch, it took you this fucking long to get the chips back here. What the fuck? What are you talking about? I love the complete fact she can ignore the people for all these years. Oh, that's that's actually when somebody shares. Nice. You didn't never hear that. But I never yeah. heard that. What did I do wrong? No, um, no, you're good. But I, I love the about face that she did, just like that because it's election year. Yeah. And exactly. all these positive things she's done and, and how quickly people forget the negative things that she's done. Yeah. Um, it's just endless in Michigan. Our, our eternal battle is going to be the roads. Oh, dude, it's always been the fucking roads. Ever since I fucking can remember, We're it's been the roads. the roads. I'm like, you're going to fix the roads. But every time we go down the damn highway, there's fucking 14 miles of nothing but just like chaos and then i seen the other day they got the whole damn highway like not just tore up but like they dug underneath oh, yeah. it's like you could fuck dude it's like a 10 foot hole they're rooting it they're good what are it. you doing the funny thing is once a foundation's laid the foundation's laid mm -hmm. you might get a divot or a bump you fill those bumps in you modify the bad spots you don't need to go down to the substrate and rebuild the highway from scratch right and it's it's such a waste of money the highways still suck even the concrete highways that they put in, the one from right here where you're at, mm. which I'm not going to mention, but going due west would literally make you vomit in your vehicle driving to the next town. It was so bad. Up so and bumpy down, and wavy, yeah. Until they brought the diamond mill in and literally had to mill the concrete, and it still sucks after that. Right. But go to any other state. Right. No, exactly. And that's the thing is as soon as you leave – and you go to either Ohio, Indiana, I don't give a shit where you're going. As soon as you cross that borderline, yep. you know exactly you're out of Michigan. You know damn well you're out of Michigan. Nope. And it's like, man, I almost feel like the truck, due to the truckers, the companies, the, you know, the trucking companies, they got to spend freaking millions of dollars, dude, on we these trucks a, for repairs and shit. We have a... Keeps you in business, though. It does. It does. <laughs> Especially with the wheels. Right. We have a higher load limit than a lot of states. We allow more axles and more weight. But supposedly the uh, tax that we charge for that ability is supposed to offset the road repair, which we've never seen. We've never seen it through gas tax. We've never th seen it through anything else that the Michigan government has done. We've always had crappy roads. Right. And they then they'll pull the excuse up, well, we've got a lot of swamp land. We've got a lot of freezing and thawing. So does Wisconsin. So does Minnesota. Yeah. So does Canada. Like we're the only state that gets into any of that. Right. What a crock. Yeah, I mean, I tell you what, man, it's it's to the point where people are just like, okay, when are we going to stop voting for the people who say they're going to do stuff and actually start voting for ones who will, or the ones that are actually, I think that right now it's, it's you know, it was described to be actually the big awakening, which I believe it's really happening. I think that a lot of people 
that were either in the middle or didn't realize what was going on underneath the sheets and behind the curtains and pay no attention to the man behind the curtain, you know, shit like that. I think that people are actually now starting to say, oh, you know what? This is crazy. We should actually probably do something to, to change this. And I think the big part about it came from the schools, you know what I mean? Came from the stuff that they're teaching, came from just all, I mean, we could talk about that for days. There's, there's millions of topics of why people are starting to wake up, but, uh, what I've been insider. Um, I just think that, uh, man, I don't know if it's too little too late. And I just watched a, a video. I don't know. You ever heard of a guy named Alex Stein? I have. Alex Stein's a fucking madman, bro. This dude does not give two shits at all about, like, pretty much anything. Like he, I, I just watched a video today. I don't know if it was released today, but he went to Penn State. Uh, like, I guess this college is extremely liberal, like, left-leaning. Bunch of, like, kids out protesting, you know, racists and stuff like this. And he just goes in and he just, I'm here, give me what you got. Just wide open. I'm like, dude, you're just nuts. And they did. They rushed him and girl spit a loogie on him. And just he's, he's like, he got it on camera. Like, she just spit on me. Did you catch this? And he's just sitting there talking to him the whole time, like, telling him, you know, spitting facts. But, like, just trying to agitate him and get into him. And I'm just like, man. There's a bunch of ways to make a living in America, and if that's got to be your way, like, dude, hey, hats off to you, bud, because I enjoy seeing the lefties cry their faces right. off. Right. <laughs> you know, it, it, not to point fingers at either party, because honestly, they, in the great scheme of things, they both suck. Do I yeah, want a third right. party? Right. No, and I don't want to get into that, but we all have our issues. But, uh, yeah, it just cracks me up how some guys will go to the front line and just take that right on the jaw. Yeah, that that's balls, and I like it. I don't have a filter, so I can completely relate with the guy. Right, right. Yeah, it's a it's a crazy world, and like the thing is, is is I think a lot of these kids now, a lot of these children, um, the generation under under me. So like I'm 36 years old. You know what I mean? Like the generation under me, the the 25 year olds, the that kind of generation, you know what I mean? Like the 20 to 25, stuff like that, 26. They've kind of, I think, been raised to where it's like, don't hit your kids. Can't hit your kids. Remember back in the 90s, it was like, do not hit your kids. That's bad. You can't do that. It's can't, you know, pretty much you're taking discipline away from parenting and, yep. and, and, you know, being in the home. And so that just creates a bunch of weak people who think that everything should be given to them. And, you know, what, I mean, what you were saying um, about people. I, I hate I hate the word woke or be awakening or yeah they're being enlightened into the indoctrination that their kids have been put through school. Uh, everything is starting to come into focus, and they're seeing the effects mm-hmm. of letting the government raise your children. Yeah, and that's exactly what's happening. And it's terrible. And it, it, bro, it's three generations now of what the hell, what right. the hell of our kids become. Basement dwelling, video game playing. Uh, uh, they're not responsible for anything. Nope. And to get your kid finally, and I can say this because I know, to to push them out and like fly little birdie fly. Yeah. Uh, to 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 really realize all the indoctrination and the effect that it's had on your children, the effect that it's had on our country. It's amazing. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of it makes you wonder what you know. What are we going to leave? And here's the thing. I hope that I hope that there's enough children that are like have been raised on on parents like us or people like, you know, 
that we've grown up to know. Because all the people that I know, like me and you and like the generations that follow like pretty much like what we do, all they raise all their kids the same. You know what I mean? Like, hey, you say that again, I'm gonna smack the taste out your fucking mouth. Don't you dare. You know what I mean? Like, well, I'll talk to my kid like that, kind of, if he had, I'd never have to because he's he's not, you know, a little little shit ball, but um I'm gonna have to unplug this damn thing. <laughs> they, but uh I, I raised my kids like that. And yeah. I don't know if you can tell by looking at me. I'm I'm not a soft guy. I'm kind of a hard guy. I'm kind of a rough guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I raised my kids exactly like my great grandfather raised me, mm-hmm. and which was old school hard. And man, I'll tell you what, uh, they didn't turn out exactly like I thought they would. My my morals, my values, uh, my um, uh, sense of. Uh, uh, national pride i love people hate that word what's national wrong? pride like what's, you're a nationalist right, nationalist right. what's what's wrong with just loving your country i right. mean that was a cool thing when i was growing up yeah uh there, there was a flag in my front yard but my kids don't my my kids are and i, and I don't want to do a bunch of political crap pointing fingers right left so on and so forth but man they're freaking left hard mm-hmm. and it's like where, where did that come from indoctrination right. through the schools now let me ask you this: Did your kids go to college? Uh, they went to JPEC, which is a high school slash. Uh, they they get college credits while they're going to high school, and both of them failed miserably because they allowed too much independence in the school, too much free thought, and too much independence, not enough guidance. Right. Uh, when you give a kid freedom, oh, they'll they'll run freaking wild. Oh hell yeah, they will. Uh, that's the the weekend at Bernie's party and. <laughs> And and that's what happened. They they weren't responsible enough uh, uh, to make themselves go to the classes, to make themselves do the work. But the, the college said, you know, oh, that's that's a part of the learning part until they damn near failed out of it. Um, yeah. One one kid has a diploma, and the other one travels the United States in a van. He's happy doing that. I'm cool with that. But holy hippie. Yeah. I mean. You just wish for your kids to grow up, be happy, and live. You know what I mean? Like, you don't, that's, that's pretty much it. Like, your job as a parent, I think, in my mind, like what my dad did to me, is he made sure that I didn't die mm-hmm. when I grow up to be at least 18. <clears throat> and my dad told me that. He said, listen, man, I got you to 18 years old and out. You were living before even 18. So he was like, you know what the deal is. You know what life's about. I'm going to go back to doing me now since I don't have to worry about you so much. And then... We'll be good. And I said, okay, you dad, all right, you go ahead and do what you do. I'll, I'll, that's fine. I'll support you with it, whatever. So, I mean, it is, it's, that's kind of where I, I came up. And, and I want to make sure that I teach my kids, like, it's not cool to go to school and fight. It's not cool to go to school and pick on kids. Like, it doesn't matter what they look like or, you know what I mean? Nothing, none of that. Like, you got to be nice to everybody because everybody is, is, you know, we're all, we're all people that have to live together on this planet. But you can't even teach them the roots that it's okay to defend yourself. It's it's right. It's it's okay to be proud of who you are. Um, there's, there's just so many of the the good quality things that they've taken away from the kids, and it really shows in their personalities and their ambitions. Yeah, you've got to be a little cocky. You've got to be a little self centered to be successful. Mm-hmm. To have that drive to go out and actually freaking do something, uh, be a, uh, a, a contributing member of society. And also, when you do wrong, there are repercussions for doing wrong. And there's 
hardly any repercussions whatsoever for kids today. Right. Good Lord, they slap them on the wrist, and especially through the COVID, well, we can't put you in jail. Nope. They just tell the criminals, hey, you guys are good. Go do whatever the hell you want. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Um, another thing, too, that I was, now that we're talking about the college, see, I told you, once we start talking about something, it's just going to run off. It's and gonna we're going to go over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the thing about the college thing is I remember my dad always telling me, um, you know, that he, he wanted to go to college. He went to college for welding surprisingly enough nice. a good vocational went to college for, no but here he went to college i think it was a uh it wasn't here it was in tecumseh college i think it was went to college for welding right got out of college didn't couldn't find a job welding anywhere because nobody was hiring like that at that time for welders and then he just went off the cuff and started doing his own thing so he went to college spent all that money and all that time of going to college got a degree in welding and then never was able to do welding. He ended up being an advertising man. At least he learned to trade. And yeah. That was my great-grandfather's biggest thing. My parents raised me. Don't get me wrong. It's not like my parents are out of the picture. But at 9, 10 years old, I moved in with my great-grandparents to help them out. And my parents had gotten divorced in 1984. Mm. And so I took care of the, the old guys. Old guy and old lady. Um, he always said... Learn a trade. You'll always have a job. No matter what your profession is, if you go to college, you're a bookkeeper, if you're whatever. Right. And that that job fails or dries up, you have something to fall back on. You can roof, you can frame, you can do concrete, you can weld, you can wrench, so on and so forth. You always have a secondary job. And God, I've done them all. Right. Yeah, me... uh I tell you what, I had that college credit from, uh, it's called, uh, what was it, the CARE program from JCC. They give you the CARE program where you get two free years of college if you so choose to after you do the high school thing. Um, so I remember I went to the CARE program after like after I got out. Like I, I, I took my thing and I'm like, I want to use it. You know, I went, so I went to college at JCC and they gave me, must have been, what, eight classes I had to go to? I'm like, no, no, no. I just want to do computer graphics. You know, I want to learn computer graphics. And they're like, well, you got to go to all these. And I'm like, eh. I went there for three weeks. And I'm like, Psh, I'm out. Bye. I'm done. I don't want to do that no more. You know what I mean? So, like, it's just, it's school, man. Like, fuck school. I don't want to go to school. I want to learn shit. And that's what kids today should be going into. Learn a trade. Learn how to be a, a merchant or learn how to sew or learn how to, you know what I mean, pay the driveway. Or- that's always been an issue. And back when I was in high school, we're talking way freaking back. I feel old even thinking about it. <laughs> <clears throat> but all the extracurricular class, classes you had, we had wood shop, we had auto shop, we had metal shop, we had phys ed, um, uh, home ec. Hey, Patty, thanks for that like. You could actually learn to cook. No, for sure. They don't. Where the hell is that at? They don't have home ec we, no more. We learned how to balance a checkbook. Uh, yeah. And this is all valuable things that we had. Uh, that kept me out of trouble for the most part. Uh, right. But man, when I got at, at now science class, loved it in, in math to a certain extent on math. Once we started getting out of algebra into trig and, and all this other crap, I, I, I just lost all focus. And by the way, I'm a 10th grade graduate. Right. There you go. Uh, 16 years old when my great grandfather died, I had the choice of moving in with my dad or my mom. I didn't. I went to work. And have never looked back, never got a diploma, mm-hmm. and and went through the workforce. And 
I ain't going to name my company, but I'm a, I'm a fairly successful business owner. I'll I just have. say, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so far, man, we've been pretty mild. That's nice. I like that. We're going to start getting into the, the more the more heated up stuff now. The meat. The meat. I know you got some meat somewhere. Oh, sometimes. Sometimes. I'm getting old, bro. You know, it's it's more like a man. Do do I wake up this morning and choose to fucking you know like come up? You, you gotta you gotta fight back though. You can't just sit down and do nothing. A lot of people are just sitting down and taking it. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't have a platform such as I do, obviously, and they're out here talking to other people about what's really going on um, because they might be afraid of what could happen to them. They might be like, well, I don't want to get canceled out, or I don't want to get you know this taken or that taken. But it's to me, I think it's like, man, it's sometimes a risk you to take. And I'm kind of gently stepping on eggshells, trying to trying to reach that, you know, trying to reach those people to tell them a little bit here and there. I don't want to get too far into the, the, the sauce, but you well, know what I mean? Nobody likes a radical. They don't like a left wing radical and they don't like a right wing radical. And right. You, you've got to find that. And to be honest, if we're ever going to move forward, you got to kind of find that easy center. Mm-hmm. And and which is such a divide right now, it's hard to find the easy center because people are so strong in what they believe. They're hard right or they're hard left. There's there's no down the middle, and there's no reading of both sides and right. trying to understand. Back in the day when we were kids, and you watched the news, facts were presented to you, and you as an intelligent individual were allowed to decide for yourself, here's the facts, here's the facts, and you are allowed to decide for yourself as an adult. News does not work that way now, and that has really ripped this nation apart and put a divide. There's there's nothing more the government wants than us to be fighting each other. Oh, of course. We're so caught up in this battle, we don't see what these shitbirds are doing. I yeah, got yeah, and and the thing is, is like I've noticed that once people start to kind of get up a little bit, start to wake up a little bit, up oh, now, now something new comes out. Oh God! It's like no, 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 no! Don't look at there. Look over here. <laughs> look at there's man. another right. There's another shooting or another fucking. Oh God! If you've ever watched The Wizard Oz, you know exactly what's going on. Yep. Smoke and mirrors. The man behind the curtain. Yeah, uh, that's why I love George Carlin. Oh man, fucking God rest his soul. I love George Carlin. He just. Bit it straight to you and told you how ignorant you are and 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 how uh, uh, molded. I used to think he was just an angry old man until I got old a little bit and I was like, dude, he was fucking speaking truth this whole time. He's freaking amazing and, and he nobody saw, paid attention to him. He's like, nobody cares. And people that tried to argue with him, he just freaking destroyed him. He's like, no, 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 no. You're you're not seeing what's happening. That's why you're angry about your side, right? Or on behalf of your side. So, yeah, man, I mean, we've all got to learn to uh, be a little bit more respectable of the others, but there are so many more radical people that just can't control their emotions. Yes. Can't talk to you like a human being. And in the moment you disagree with them, oh, dude, they they, they, head in the sand, la, 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 I can't, you know, and they just lose their shit. Because they they don't want to believe that this whole thing that they've been you know, led to believe this whole time is wrong. And then it's like, dude, come on, man. Like here's, you can show them plain proof pictures in front of their eyeballs 
And they would be like, that's doctor. That's fake. That's not real. Oh, God, yeah. Well, here's a video. Look at this video. Oh, that's Photoshop. That's not real. Somebody did that. Like, Any oh, my God. Any excuse you can freaking make right. to, to uh, uh, back up your point of view. Any excuse you can make is acceptable. Mm-hmm. Uh, crying, throwing a temper tantrum, you know, breaking shit. Oh, I mean, all how the many time. years have you ever? Oh, dude, heard? look at the whole riots, bro. They fucking burnt <laughs> down a whole freaking couple cities. <laughs> so I, I got a magic bag in here. Oh man, I want to. I can't wait to get to this magic and, bag. And inside this magic bag is a, a a very sacred piece of uh, Rowdy Freeman's paraphernalia. Out of the, 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 are we going in the bag? You want to go in the you, bag? You want to go in the bag? Well, Dude. see the thing about the bag, and this is kind of cool. So you got to reach in, and you're gonna you're gonna pull like one piece at a time. We can BS about that, but there's a lot of shit in this bag. Well, I mean, fuck, we might as well get to the bag. Man. Let's get to the bag. I'm gonna pull these headphones off. Get Let's to get to the bag. I wish I had that fucking song. Now you have no idea what that song is, do you? What's Just that? Just throw it in a bag. That bag. Oh. You talk about the horns. It's a rap song. Oh, that's what I was thinking. No, this is the horn. <laughs> that one. No. See, he's a little bit older than, than the folks that I grew up with. Oh, you want me to do it? Oh, yeah. Oh, son idea. of a biscuit. Let me put this down here. I thought I was going to watch you do it. No, that's your gift bag, brother. These are... Uh, oh, these are all for me, then? So this that, that whole bag is uh, a gift from me to the wheelhouse. Oh, man. <clears throat> and uh, This first one I already like. There's, there's some shit that's got a lot of meaning and value in there, and some of them people are going to think are insignificant, but uh, I look at the history and everything. Oh, yeah. That's what is of, the fuck is that? that that's you that's in the bag? It's in the bag. Holy shit. It's, we got something going on. Now this going to get wild. Now, this right <laughs> here I do enjoy. Uh, man, I wish I had a bigger, wider camera angle, but... You guys can check it out. It's actually a bigger version of the flag behind the the wheelchair, which is the 1776 version, I believe. 1777. 77 version. That's right. That's right. I did a little homework because I'm old and rusty and forget dates. Uh, There's a couple other significant dates in that bag. Mm -hmm. But uh, this is 1777. Everybody gave credit to Betsy Ross. Yeah. It was not credit to Betsy Ross. Um, this was the first national American flag. And a lot of people, uh, uh, get the Gadsden flag confused because they were both introduced at almost the same time. The difference in the Gadsden flag is the Gadsden flag was the first United States Marine Corps flag. Now the Gadsden flag is that one, the one with the snake. Don't tread on me. No step on snack. Uh, Don't step you, on snake. Why uh, is it snack, not snake? <laughs> I've What's got, the story behind that? Oh, uh, shit. I've got an amazing story for you, brother. All right. All right. <laughs> so uh, years ago, I'm, 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 a, I'm a big patriot, man. I love my freaking country. And I hated, I'm with you. Wait a minute. I'm with you. Fuck yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely hated. I'm glad you asked. Got to throw a gunshot on that. I absolutely All hated. Right. A couple more of them. All right. Yeah, a couple more. Just fucking... Man, I, Put I feel, that damn thing down. I feel at home down on South Street now. Fuck yeah, <laughs> I got dude. the police shooting range crushed my shop. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I was over in Iraq, and I had went over there as a contractor. I, I uh, 
buddy of mine got blown up, went down to Walter Reed for a couple of weeks. I'm going to kind of shorten the story up. Now, you were in the military, though, right? No, I was, uh... I, was a, uh, I, I was a DOD Department of Defense contractor. Oh, okay. Uh, so, buddy of mine got blown up, went down to Walter Reed with him and his dad, hung out, uh, met some awesome guys that I still talk to to this day. And I come home and said, I'm either signing up because they raised the enlistment age. I said, I'm either signing up for four years or I'm going over for a year as a contractor. Um, I wanted to go do something. I didn't like sitting here. Just like a lot of guys signed up, uh, you know, when the Twin Towers fell, they felt that patriotic duty to do something for their country. Right. I saw guys firsthand at Walter Reed, foobard, horribly foobard, guys that could have been. Hold on. If people don't know what foobard is, can I just tell them? Absolutely. Fucked up beyond all recognition. Mm-hmm. Boom. World War II term. Yeah. Uh, Love it. So when I got over there, uh, I was at uh, Spiker in Tikrit, which Tikrit is Saddam Hussein's hometown. Spiker was, well, it wasn't named Spiker until we got there, but that was Saddam Hussein's Air Force base. That's where he trained all his Air Force. Okay. Huge runways, giant, massive swimming pools. Blow your freaking mind, dude. We're talking a 100 yard wide by 150 yards long swimming pool. Holy shit. In the middle of the desert, three of them. They had a track, and for some people that uh, don't remember history, when uh, the United States beat Iraq playing soccer, Mm -hmm. Saddam Hussein executed a good portion of that soccer team for losing to us on the field that I used to jog around. Executed them? Executed them and buried them right there at the the soccer field that I used to run around, the little stadium. Holy fuck. What a fucking guy, (laughs) man. So underneath the stadium, the the bleachers of concrete, uh, there were just all kinds of freaking awesome United States military graffiti from the first push. Right. Uh, The first Marine Corps, uh, God, I can't even remember half of these guys' names. Like I say, I'm not military. Uh, but one of the, the, the pieces in there was no step on snack. And basically some kids had seen a Gadsden flag on a tank or mm-hmm. an Abrams or something, or, or, uh, anyways, had done their version of the Gadsden flag on the wall. And it said, no step on snack. So that's the story of it, huh? That's the story. That, that's why I got tattooed on my chest with, uh, one of the guys I met at Walter Reed and my, uh, brother Micah that's passed. The three of us got the the no step on snack on our chest. Nice. <laughs> nice. True American Patriot, folks, right here in the wheelhouse. That reminds me of the old Tommy boy. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, fucking, man, I wish I had Gary Busey in here for that one. The, the <laughs> shit, that shit was hilarious. I don't know if you want Gary Busey at your house. Well, just not in here. I'm just talking about his <laughs> voice now. Yeah, Brandon Pickens, thank you for that share. Why is it always weird? I, I got, oh, that's why I got to bring you down a little bit. There we go. Um, Brandon Pickens, Patty Jenkins, Brittany White, Ben Sider, thank you all for commenting. Thank everybody for watching. We are not done yet. Um, I just wanted to thank everybody and say, hey, man, this is, we're getting a lot of praise here. People like this stuff. And I thought they would because our last episode that we did here on Sunday Funday was a complete shit show. Not really a complete shit show, uh, but mostly a shit show. It was just a bunch of people drinking and talking shit and talking over each other. And you know how it goes. It gets a little crazy. Um, but no, the next thing I guess that we can talk about here is uh, the governor races, man, are getting crazy. I see a lot of people are, are you know, today I watched the, uh, 
what's that fucking guy's name? Fetterman. You seen the Fetterman shit? I, I have not. I honestly have been trying to block out politics because I'm starting to wonder if I'm getting high blood pressure at my age. You do, you do, and I do from watching this shit. It's crazy because it's like, it, it, man, to be honest with you, I've never been a political person. I always didn't like politics, but now it's like you kind of have to be. If you want to see what the fuck's going to happen with your country, well, you kind of have to figure out, follow a little bit of the shit. If you want to save your country. There you go, there you go. And that's, yeah. th- that's a huge point, man. If you want to save your country, you really need to be knowing what's going on, man. And, yeah. and, and be a part of it and go out and vote. Absolutely. Vote, vote, vote. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's why people, you know, and I'm not going to get into the Trump shit, but uh, a lot of people are pissed off because they don't have that faith that your vote is your vote. Yeah. And, and that is the biggest scar to American democracy. That we don't, we can't even have faith in our own system. And the thing is, is how fucking long has this shit been going on? How long has it been going on that nobody even knows about? You know what I mean? I would hope not any longer than two years ago. I, I would hope that. that I mean, you would hope so. First major, but I think it's waking a lot of people up that uh, they're going to start. The, the microscope is on. <laughs> yeah, people are watching closely. This and is just midterm, bro. Yeah, yeah. So the, the, the microscope's going to be on huge just on the midterms. Well, and I don't think that we're going to go through an election like we did. Um, and you know, my favorite, I don't know if you've ever seen this, my favorite t shirt that was ever made is. Uh, Something about like welcome to the future, and it's got the F, but the F is actually the 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 steel of like I'm trying to and then the Joe Biden comes up and then goes completely up and then over. Oh man, I was just like, that's a great design. Whoever designed that is making a bunch of money right now. Either that, or he came up with the design, put it online, and somebody stole it. But um, no, I'm I'm the same way. Like I've never been a Trumper either. Like I'm not a super big Trump guy. But the thing is, a lot of people were looking for somebody to take him forward. You know what I mean? A lot of people were looking for somebody that was going to say something that they were kind of afraid to say. And Trump's not the smartest motherfucker at all. Like he's no, just. But they wanted somebody that had a set of testicles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, God, it's another whole subject. But the demasculinity of the United States of oh, no. all males. Absolutely. In the States, I'm glad it, you brought that up. It's actually. a bad thing to be a man. It's a bad thing to have a big set of testicles. Yeah, and, yeah. And a big voice and a big beard and just be a freaking man. Yep. Um, and and to work. All these things. This is all part of the the conversation we had earlier on the whole indoctrination. Mm-hmm. We've just we're we're Turn it into a nation of pussies. Pretty much. Because it's easier to take over a nation of pussies than it is a nation of masculine-ass men ready to fight. You know what I mean? Good Lord. And yeah, in our military. Holy. I'm not, I'm not even going to go there because I don't want to get you kicked off whatever platform you You know on. what? We're, I'd like to have you back, obviously, so we can <laughs> yeah. go over some more of this stuff. But well, like, let's see how deep. far we can go into it tonight. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, let's see how far we go into it without getting you kicked off. Exactly. Uh, I, I'll tell you right now, uh, my next presidential uh, uh, bid would be— I, I, I might even do a write-in if the right guys ain't running for president. Uh, Ted freaking Nugent. I'll fucking vote for Ted Nugent, bro. He's ten times more obnoxious and you loud know what? Than Trump. Fuck that. Let's go even crazier. Let's go. Let's go, Kid Rock, dude. Ted Nugent, president. Kid Rock, vice president, or vice versa. Holy fuck! Now we're really living in some uh, idiocracy type world. But I think they would be smarter than what's going on now. You know what I mean, bro? I wanted to stand up and get some ice for my drink, but uh, this freedom boner is a little bit too uncomfortable. A little right bit now. too uncomfortable to do that. Yeah. What up, Mike? Mike's a friend of mine. He came through. Uh, 
He's going to build me a ramp in my garage so I can just get up in it. Right now, everybody's just getting in my house. I have to have somebody lift the ramp, put the ramp down, lift the ramp because I got a metal ramp. Oh, shit. And I do have home mods coming. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong, but uh, Mike came out and was like, I'll build you a ramp on that, man. Only take me for a little bit. I don't cost you nothing. I'll just do it. Right the hell on. Good guy. You've got a lot of friends, bro. Yeah, a lot of people come to help me, man. Like, man, this wheelhouse, oh. the way it looks today, wouldn't be what it looks like without my friends coming to help me. You know I feel I mean? like a stingy bastard just because of the fact I've, I've got a cabin up north, and I'm there almost every freaking weekend because that's my sanity. That's Damn, how I, that's a big drive, though, ain't it? Oh, no, man. Two hours, dude. Two hours out of my shop. I'm drinking a beer on the front porch overlooking giant white pines, Muskegon River in the background, endless two-tracking. And that sounds I, like fucking amazing time, brother. In I'll get your ass up there. See, there I we go. Now we're talking. Get your ass up there. We will get your ass in a jeep. We will go get stunk in the mud, and we will go see nature. You know, I was asked if I wanted to get a track chair uh, with the tracks on it. Oh, those are badass. They are, uh, but I don't want to strain. You know, my insurance company for too much. They've done a lot for me right now. I got to be honest with you. Uh, they've done a lot more for me than they have a lot of people. So, if you want to get out in the wild. That chair is going to take you places you wouldn't believe. Oh, this chair has already done it, but I've gotten stuck a little bit. But this chair is a beast. This chair right here is no, 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 no beach. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Patty Whoa. said up north is the bomb. How do we get off time? <laughs> I know, right? We just started talking about some shit. No, you know, one thing I was going to bring up, though, we started talking about World War II, is, uh, you know, I've seen a couple of guys, they were talking about, uh, pretty much like World War II conspiracy. I'm a big World War II fanatic. We've talked about this before at oh, your, yeah. your shop, I think, or your uh, you know, garage little man cave that you Huge got there. Huge war buff. Every everything from the uh, 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 Civil War and up. Yeah, I stick more with the World War II. I'm not sure exactly why. I mean, I like a, like Vietnam War. I'll watch that stuff. And I, but I, I, for some reason, I've always ever since I was a young kid, I, I just got in so much to World War II. Like I actually thought I was there. Like I participated or some in, for some reason. That, you know what I mean? It, uh, I, I felt like that on a lot of the Civil War battlefields. I've been to 30 Civil War battlefields. Kind of felt like he was there before. Oh, my God. I could hear the freaking screams, the corn stalks break. Uh, right. I mean, if you let your, if you just get in, get in get, line with your chi. Get with, yeah, with the vibes, man. Just the, the atmosphere that you're in, and it's quiet, and, and you feel that shit. It's, oh, it's in the ground, man. It's hollowed. It reverberates it's, it. It's, it's magnetic. It's hollowed. Uh, spiritual, um, but I, lately I've been getting back into the uh, War of eighteen twelve, the Revolutionary War. Oh, and, okay. Um, well, it was, that was well, that was uh, the Revolutionary. Revolution. That was against the uh, British. Okay. Now inform me about so the seventeen seventy six. Obviously, seventeen seventy six was Revolutionary War. Right. That's what you said, or, though. It's like, Jesus, have I been drinking? That's what I was like, wait a minute. I've Hold on drinking. a second. Have I Hold been drinking? <laughs> I'm not going to promote no damn disinformation on this show now. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Sponsored by Ezra Sponsored Brooks. Sponsored by... You know what I was going to do one of these days, speaking of that? I was going to come up with this little segment uh, that's called Sponsors Who Don't Know Their Sponsors Yet. And I was going to start putting local businesses up, like with their Google Google pictures that they send out, mm -hmm. and do a little over, like, you know, welcome to fourteen twenty nine West Michigan <laughs> Ave. They, they take care of all your zippers, your flippers, and your damn music. Call them up and give them a good time. This is not another take of sponsors who don't know their sponsors. And then I'm going to be like, I'm going to send it to them, like, hey, look what I did for your business. You know what I mean? How do you like it? I'm going to do it like my grandpa did. He'd he'd draw a picture of your business and then he'd send it to you and be like, you like that? Hundred bucks, you can have it. First one's know. free. First one's free. Right. But no, anyway, uh, 
what I was really thinking though is is what I was talking about the World War Two is a lot of people say that the the Japanese bombing Pearl Harbor was an inside job. Oh. Like somebody let them know where we were going to be just so America would get into that war because America's didn't want to get in. America's didn't want to get in that war. That it's deep and very deep. I need to brush up on a little bit. I believe it was called the Gulf of Tonkin. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there. Li- uh, there's like 12 of you out there listening. To all 12 of you. <laughs> you better check it out. Yeah. Let me know. Why don't you guys uh, Google that for me? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I believe it was the Battle of Tonkin. And, and yes, it was a conspiracy that kind of roped us in. Because, boy, Europe really wanted the big old American powerhouse. In the oh, they it. did. And, boy, did we not want any of that bullshit after... We're still recovering from World War One. Yeah, we're, fuck, we're still recovering from the Civil War. Yeah, and yeah, nobody wanted to fight it. We're done fighting. <clears throat> They're like, come on, man. Man, people get tired. Just like, just like now. Fuck, we're tired. Yeah, and damn, wasn't it nice to have a president for a brief moment that we weren't involved in any fucking man, getting, world conflicts? Getting world leaders to shake hands and smoke joints together. Fuck, and- I mean, now see here, I go bouncing. You know what? I don't care. Here we That's go. That's how we do it, man. Top gets, topics. Who gives a fuck? Who has had bigger fucking testicles than to cross the fucking DMZ without yeah. all his guard? And go over and shake that little man's hand. You know who that little man was? He's that barking ass chihuahua. When you go to your friend's house and that little fucker will not shut up, not stop barking, nipping at your heels until you pay attention to it. Then you, you reach, pet it a little you bit. Go down, give him a little pet. Hey, hey buddy. You exist. Yeah. You're cool. You're cool. All right. That's a good boy. And he followed the big man around like a fucking puppy dog. Yep, feeding him little niblets every now and then. And guess who wasn't threatening nuclear war and doing doing fucking missile tests and all this crazy shit? He was just glad. He's like, ah, the big man, you know, big old American paying attention to me. I'm cool with this. Yeah, yeah. Well, because he's an American fan, though. You got to think. Like, uh, Kim Jong un has been an American fan of American uh, sports and. Just all kinds of shit, dude. And, and, you know, I watched, I don't know how the fuck, I think it was one night I woke up and my, my TV was just going. And all of a sudden, it, you know, because I, I usually watch like History Channel shit. So then I have it on Hulu and then it bounces over to this Kim Jong-un, uh, you know, uh, what is it, Memoirs of a Tyrant or How to Become a Tyrant or something like that. And it's talking about Kim Jong-un and how he came up and how he was brought up and how his family was brought up. And literally, he was brought up in, in, with nothing but, with, you know, uh, dictators. And his friends were bodyguards. He never had, like, kid friends. And yeah, he never got to play. Yeah, never got to, be, never got to be a kid. And that's why he had this infatuation with Rodman, this oh, yeah. living cartoon character. That he watched on TV playing basketball, you and, know what I mean, all the time. With the crazy fucking hair and the earrings and the piercings and just, yep. he's, a, he's a weird fucker still to this day. Rodman can still walk to North Korea and fucking fly over there and shake his hand and hang out with the fucking, you know, royal people. He don't give a shit. Yeah, he just, he, he's a cartoon character, a living cartoon character. And, and what better person for a, a kid that was, like you said, raised by bodyguards and, and his parents and all these generals and shit to get to hang out with a cartoon character. He, It's like every country on the planet has always mimicked the United States. Yeah, the Cubans. Look at the cars they've got over there. Well, the Cubans <clears throat> only got those cars because we gave them the cars, and then we shut off the embargo. I think, and that's why we haven't given them no more cars since then. Um, that's why they're still driving. But listen, Venezuela, the fucking Iraq. Cubans. I gotta say this before we go back. The fucking resolution of the Cubans is is unformidable, man. These motherfuckers keep those cars going to this day, and you'll go oh, over yeah. there and see 1940s, 1950s, 1930s cars running like a top. I've seen them cast. 
their own alternator housings. Oh, geez. That's not I mean, easy. I, I mean, they're doing some ridiculous shit that they're just making sandcasts of their own parts right. to keep these old cars going because there's a lot of shit they can't get a hold of there. But, but hopefully they will. Hopefully they're going to be modernized a little bit and have access to some of the aftermarket shit we have in the United States. Mm -hmm. But it's just amazing. Um, all the countries on this planet that have mimicked us, Iraq, uh, Iran, dude, if you looked at Iran in the 60s, you'd think you were looking at downtown freaking Las Vegas. I mean, it, it was just beautiful. It was modern. People wore colorful clothes. And now it's the shit. Hole. Electricity everywhere, right? Shithole bombed out. People dumping pots of shit in the street. It's just, it's terrible. I got a guy that I watch on YouTube. Um, I can't think of his name. There's a couple guys I watch. One's is bald and bankrupt. Uh, he's, his name's Benjamin. He's from uh, the U.K., and he goes over to, like, Afghanistan and different countries like that. He actually just got uh, brought in by the Russian police and because he was out there, like, investigating, just doing some different things, looking at old places, like Soviet places. Mm -hmm. And they didn't like him because he was from Europe, so they banned him from the country. Now he can no longer go to Russia. Um, well, especially because of their war over there. But he's he's most sure as he likes Soviet stuff. But he went to Afghanistan. It was his most recent video. And, dude, that place still to this day is kind of like just shitty man it's like dirt roads dirt places like there's a couple roads but it's like when you go to these little like uh what do you call them street vendors and stuff like each neighborhood is just it's just dirty bro like i don't know it's not like you know what i mean i wouldn't want to i wouldn't want to live there they're living like it's the stone age yeah uh, yeah it, it's so terrible man look at what we've done and this always baffled me now here I go on to another subject. Hold on. You go to this subject, I'm going to grab something real quick. You keep the people entertained. I'll be right back. Right so in here. It just kind of blows your mind at the uh, uh, leaps and bounds that we've made as a society from the horse and buggy, the farmer, to technology, to the Model A, to the Model T, to the... the, the uh, 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 here I go losing thoughts. What are those words again? <laughs> what are words? How do people use them? I know. Why do they use them? And how do you remember them? Uh, uh, all the way to uh, um, about losing our asses mm -hmm. and the Great Depression, but bounce back and just the technology leaps and bounds. How the fuck did we go from a Model A to a car that'll drive itself in just over 100 years? Well, that and how do we go from a Model A, which works uh, to any fucking thing, to dirt roads, to muddy roads, to sticks, to backwoods, to through rivers and forests and woods and trucks. Good gas economy on them. To a fucking car that can only go 30 miles before you got to charge it again, and then you can't charge it, so you got to put it on a fucking tow truck, and then... But what a shame, as, as far as uh, people are concerned, that all these leaps and bounds that we've had... Thank you, Lila. And look at all the people in these small countries that just suffer. It's like we choose who, who wins and who fails. Not every country has a gold mine, iron, has a, 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 a cotton or anything to, to, to contribute. Right. But just as far as society, how some of us have went so far and some of us are so far behind. Right, right. And the thing is, I don't know, man, it's we can, go on, we can go on and on for this, but that's the thing that it's in order to get better in this this country, I mean, in order to really start moving forward and to from where we are today, 
I, I believe personally, I believe it's it's kind of too late. Like there's going to have to be something else born out of out of what's what's become ashes, pretty much of what we've been used to living in. Because if you look around the world today, let's be honest, it's not the same world, dude. I mean, they're talking about Russia and China getting together, forming a currency, taking all the gold. Everybody's buying gold over there. Like so, all, all of a sudden, we're talking about they're going to crush the American dollar. Now, what that what does that mean for us? Now, what do we do? You know what I mean? How is that going to help? How is that going to, you know, impact the American people? We, we've allowed too much, and, and here's the conspiracy theory. The global bankers, the, the fact that the United States dollar is not backed by gold. All of these things, it's a plan. Number one, it's a plan. Don't fool yourself thinking this is some type of new shit. This has been planned far long before you and me. Oh, of course. The, the the big families, the big bankers. See, I believe in World War II, okay? This all goes back to World War II. I swear to you, it does. It has to because it's, it's weird. Maybe even before World War II, you're right. Maybe even since the birth of this country. Who knows? There's a bunch of secrecy. There's a lot of shit that we don't see that goes on behind the curtain, like we were saying before. Um, and it's kind of hard to figure out who to blame when there's no light on anything. You know what I mean? But I think right now... I think what's happening is people are starting to wake up. The names who have who have once been in the shadows are now being brought to light. People are starting to shine light on these people and their names. Like Jeffrey Epstein, where's his flight logs at? Why are all these people starting to drop off? One, Why are one we raiding Mar-a-Lago and not raiding these jackasses? Huh? Right, and what who, do they find? Right, Who are they and what power do they have over our government to not pursue them? Yeah, exactly. It's it, It's crazy. It's mind-boggling. It hurts your brain to think that there's so much behind-the-scenes action, and it's been happening for so long, and it goes back so far. It's ridiculous. It really yeah, is. It's all, sure. it's all a plan. We're fighting little pieces at a time. And, and man, I'm like everybody else. I got to get up. I got to go to work tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, gotta, yeah, because it is a Wednesday. Money. We ain't on no fucking weekend. That's Bro, for I got bills to pay. Mm-hmm. And the only way I'm going to pay it is by going to work and doing what I got to do. And I've got to pay my taxes and do this and that. Voting is about the only thing that we really have a controlling factor on, or at least we have the facade of having, right. the illusion the illusion of controlling. Man. But we got to do it. We got to do what we've got to do one step at a time. And uh, hopefully there is this miracle thing that's just going to show us everything that we've been lied about. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe we'll keep on going, just being sheep and feeding. You no, know, I don't know. I don't think so. I got hope, man. I got hope. I think that the uh, the powers to be or whoever you know, what I mean, is going to come, come and 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 I, I don't know. I, I believe that good will eventually win. I good over evil. I do. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah I for really sure. Do. Um, we're getting ready to take just a little break, folks. But before we do, I got to hit this button. Make sure to hit the like, subscribe, and the notifications if you ever want to see what's going on with us in the future. Um, I think we can take a quick little pee break. We're going to take a pee break Sounds real quick. Good. All right. We'll be right back, folks. Stick right around and uh, we'll be back. This is 
get back. So I got a crack him up like a six pack. Clearing out the brick rack. It's the Big Mac. Back up on the premises. Better remember this. I'm out for benefits. It seems I cannot quit fucking degenerate. I'm my own nemesis. Nothing but menaces upon the premises. And first like Genesis. I'm being generous. Somebody tell me when it is. We all alone in the dark. But we searching for light. Light. Somewhere they're going, these things are not looking that bright. We living it up, cause you gotta live up to the height. I'm feeling not to the right, right now. Feeling, feeling like the whole world, my rivals. Ain't finding no answers in the Bible. Maybe I get a couple with this rifle. Life full of setbacks, set up for a psycho. Gotta meet the hype though. Mama, really, I don't think they feel me. Chasing all this pain, knowing damn where the game gon' kill me. Got my skin glowing, cause my spirit's so filthy. See, everybody's just a player, and life is the game. A lot of future bright and rolling out of the rain. Every single day, I gotta hustle through pain. And I gotta keep going, gotta keep going tonight. Everybody's just a player, and life is the game. Thanks for sticking with us, all six of you. 
Uh, and this will be viewed by many people afterwards. You know, a lot of people like to catch us, uh, or they didn't even know because I never promoted it afterwards after the fact, which is great. Um, before we get back into it, just need to let you guys know again, make sure to hit the like button, subscribe, and the notification bell on YouTube if you're on YouTube. If not, cool, whatever, no big deal. Let's welcome back to the floor, Mr. Rowdy Freeman. Yay. You know, my buddies do that. Uh, you ever seen the guy, Steve um, Jessup? No. Steve Jessup is the guy who ran from the cops on a scissor lift. And then he started lifting himself up. Oh, God, I've seen that. And he's it's like, hilarious. come get me, why don't you? Come on up here and shit. That had to have been staged. I, I'm guessing it probably was. But, like, it got millions of views. Like, this dude's got frickin' millions of views. He's the same dude that did the lawnmower. Had, like, the four trailers behind yep, it. Yep, with the cases of beer and the kegs and all that <laughs> shit. Yeah, he's the dude, he did the whiskey wipers. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. Mm. Uh, he takes an old fucking Chevy box truck, dude, and fucking, like, cleans out the, the wiper washer thing reservoir cleans it out real good and then fills it with fucking whiskey did that in high school drives a fucking yeah cord to his insides yeah. and then just hits the yeah mine was just, in my glove box in the 73 that's dark. exactly where he put we, it at pop the glove box hit the windshield wiper fill up the fucking shot glass that was hilarious man that's good but no that guy i go live with him uh every friday just to hang out there's a bunch of people go on there you know um that dude that did the video yeah dude every you could get on there you could get, hit the zoom on friday dude he goes usually live at 5 5 20 to okay. 4 20 um you go in you hit the zoom i'll actually share it with you the link next time if you're interested you can go on there and just shoot the shit with him and he'll talk to you is that dude a millionaire absolutely not damn no get more like he's funny though more people to follow. Yeah, he's a funny guy. He helps me out, I think. I would like to think so, at least. you know. Son I mean? of a bitch. At least pay for the whiskey. Something. I mean, <laughs> fuck. This shit ain't cheap. Especially, dude. How how expensive... Now, getting back into this shit. How expensive do you think shit's going to get here this winter? See, I think... <sighs> I'm the kind of guy where I think they're going to fucking starve us out. I'm like... I t- keep telling my old lady, we got to go get emergency food. We got to get this fucking beans and rice and shit that's going to last for years and years. Bro, you're talking to the right guy. I've I've followed this shit. So let me go back to, I'm I'm 48. Back when I was 18, I had this conspiracy theorist friend, blah, 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 end of the world, da, 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 da. And man, it hurt my head and I had to step away from it. I had uh, to, to get to a point where I could look at the information, absorb a little bit of it, but not dwell on it and make myself insane. And here I am 30 years later, Mm -hmm. still struggling to do the same all this information and this is the information age christ back in the 90s not that much information what you're getting off the tv a little bit in the newspaper and a lot of hearsay and you're still dooming now it's in your face everything every doom 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 and every day it's something freaking new right now we're we're worried about the russians we're worried about the uh, russia's accused ukrainians of a possible dirty bomb as a false flag all this fucking shit's real man so right 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 uh, we've just talked about this this week how much do you have man you just have enough to get you by uh like the gun and ammo guys i'm a gun and ammo guy Man, I looked at my shit, and I'm like, you are not running down any road with one-tenth of the shit you have. Oh, no. Absolutely not. If I was to actually put up all this shit, actually, technically, to be honest with you, if we could get bags that could tactically hook onto the back of this chair, I could drag every single fucking part of ammo and piece of fucking weaponry <laughs> that I own on this chair alone, I bet. But it's it's that, 
the common sense of, uh, oh, I got 10,000 rounds of ammo. What are you going to do with 10,000 rounds? I got 30 handguns and 50 ARs, and right. I got this and that. I got 30 handguns. Yeah. I got four people in my family. You ain't taking one handgun, one rifle, and 500 rounds of each and no. in, in, in five days of MREs and running from here to a quarter mile down the road. You're not doing it. Right. Your fat ass is dead flat on the floor unless you exercise and jog every day. All these guys that think it's going to be Rambo, end of the world, it ain't going to happen, bro. That's what a lot of people keep telling me. They're like, man, you keep talking about like people running up your property and coming up. And they're like, I think you're crazy. I don't think it's going to happen. Well, it, it, who's to say number Who's to one, say it doesn't, right. Uh, n- number two, at your property, yeah, that's your stronghold. And and uh, it, it's just man, it's it's a matter of, of your perspective. What what do I feel comfortable having? And if that makes you feel comfortable having that, that's cool. But in a reality state, shit hits the fan. Uh, the world goes fucking nuts. Uh, these people are starving. They're gonna come for you, and it'd be like fighting zombies. You can shoot every fucking one till you're out of ammo. Till you're out of ammo, exactly. You know, stack them five high and use them as sandbags. See, and that's kind of like my thinking is like if 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 it really does come to where they're coming to every house and they're coming to get your shit and they're coming to you know what I mean because they've already looted all the stores and looted all the shit close to them. They're gonna go to the countryside, whatever, and they're gonna come for you. Probably gonna win. Well, eventually, you're gonna want eventually, but you're gonna want. I would say. Depending on how many family members you have and how strong their shoulders are, you're gonna probably want an AR for each member of your family, with possibly a sixty to forty round magazine on each weapon. Multiple, uh, multiple, multiple, <coughs> multiple of those by each window. Uh, you know, here's a the, joking analogy. So I used to hang out with uh, some guys from WTNFR. It was uh, U.S. Army What the Fuck Nation Radio. I like that. These guys are a freaking riot. Back when I got from Iraq, they they kind of helped me, even though I was a civilian over there. They kind of helped me reacclimate to the world and, mm-hmm. and made me feel like a brother, even though I did not serve. I was just a contractor. And uh, one of the jokes that they always had, or one of the questions for their guest was, how many nine-year-olds can you take out? There, if there was a <laughs> Wait, sw- they asked that? Oh, no, I've heard this before. Yeah, 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 if, yeah. If, if there was a swarm of in, nine-year-old in, enraged, methed out right. nine-year-olds, how many could you take out? And, and, and it's funny, some of the answers that we I take out at least 15 or, I don't know, man, probably six of them and so on and so forth. Right. That's that's kind of how I relate it, man. You know, how many do you think you take out? How much do you think you need? Uh, I, I have a small stockpile. I have enough to not starve while I'm getting my shit together. Well, that's the thing. See, now while you're getting your shit together, because eventually you're going to have to bug out, right? Yep. Got to have a bug out bag. Got to have a bug out plane. Me, on the other hand, I don't have that luxury. Now, I could if I, if I really fucking needed to, but once I bug out, where am I going to go? How am I going to charge my chair? How am I going to do, you know, simple well, things? See, the thing is, you know Rowdy Freeman. Rowdy Freeman got a fucking plan for it all, and, don't and, he? And I do. And, and it's guys like you that would always be a part of that plan. And, uh, well, I appreciate that. At, at the very fucking least, we do what we can while we can for as long as we can. See, that's what I'm hoping. I know, I know that I know enough people to where it's like, first of all, if we really wanted to, this is probably not the best spot to be, or it might be the best spot to be because you got to think we're right by the highway, mm-hmm. right? That's a good and a bad. There's a, it's a good and bad, but we're also, I don't know. There's enough room where we could build something, but then again, it's it's just too much. Where it's uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I feel safe, but I don't feel hundred percent. You know what I mean? <laughs> it goes weird because it, it gets into that theoretical. Um, yes, I'm by highway. I have an immediate 
position travel. Mm-hmm. If the shit ever really, really hit the fan, martial laws, this and that, the highway's fucking useless. That's the highway of death. Right no, because now. they're going to fucking shut that shit down. Yeah, well, in, in looking at Iraq, the highway of death, that's exactly what that is. Right. If we were invaded by a foreign IEDs force, there's backed up, and, and they've got a bunch of jets rolling down through there in helicopters, that's the highway of death. Uh, the the best thing, you're, if you're going to ask that question, is back roads, back roads, back roads. Avoid every little town, every little city till you get to your your, your point. But where are you going? Um, where are you going to go? See, great, great question. Number one, we're in a mitten. Yeah. And, and we're in the 17 and 1800s. This is the most defendable position. Oh, because there's only one way in. Well, one besides way. the sea, the, yeah, the, well, one way in, and if you, unless you consider the bridge, which is easily blown up, which completely segregates us from Canada. Well, fuck, blow UK. that bitch up anyway. <laughs> Who fucking cares we about the Uper? I'm just kidding. We, we don't need the Upers. We love the Upers. I do but, love the Upers. <laughs> dude, I love them because it's so funny because they make fun of us all the time. They call us trolls and they make fun of our accents and shit. And if, I'm just like, do you hear yourself right now? Do you know what you sound like? It's fucking hilarious. If I had a bug out place to go, it'd be the UP. Because it's the most worthless place. It's the that's why Wisconsin hasn't taken it over. Uh, yeah, yeah, bro. I mean, honestly, uh, I still wonder if Ohio won or we won by getting the UP. You Kevin, know, Kevin, did Ohio win? He's from he's from Ohio. He he will speak for the whole state of Ohio. He's actually a well liked representative down there. Just remember, we still don't like you guys. <laughs> Fucking Ohio State. That shit's coming up, ain't it? We had a war with only a few shots fought. You know the war. Of no, hold Michigan on, a, and Ohio? hold on a second. See, this is the glory of just talking shit. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> we started off with some crazy ass fucking. Actually, it wasn't even that crazy. It was mild. Then we came into some other crazy <laughs> shit. Now we're back to some Ohio what versus Michigan? Oh yeah, there was a straight up war between between the two states, Ohio and Michigan over territory. Please, sir, do you tell uh, me this story? God, I wish I knew the specifics. You can look it up for yourself. But basically, it was there was a uh, uh, we were arguing with Ohio over our borders. We thought it was 16 miles this way. They thought it was 16 miles this way. And it almost got to the point where shot shots were fired, but not directly. It was okay. It, it was it was minor, but in um, um, the federal government stepped in and basically said, "Just give Ohio this land right here, and we'll give you the UP." Mm-hmm. That's how we got the UP. True story. Well, there you go, folks. That's something I did not know today. You know what I need to come up with as a button is uh, the more you know. That's what I needed to press right there. Uh, Kevin said alleys and shit if you need abandoned homes. That's what Ohio has to offer. Uh, Not all of it. And and see, he said I love love the M. He loves Michigan. But I've been to Ohio recently. We went to uh, Cedar Point. Ohio's cool. I'm not. Dude, Ohio is not bad. Indiana, I've spent more time in. Um, it's Indiana's a longer, more boring state, I believe. Ohio, at least you got to like watch. You know what I mean? Who's no, going to break no. into your car next? Indiana is boring as shit because the only people you have to worry about getting jacked by is the Amish buying some yeah. flea market encrusted blanket. Um, <laughs> Fuck, dude, they got some good blankets down there. Though. I'm just kidding, Amish. I love you. Uh, you got you got great honey. Fuckers and, can build a barn though. And you know maple mean? maple syrup, man. You ever seen a move a barn? Bro, I love the Amish. Dude, I started bar moving. That shit is fucking crazy. I thought we were gonna pull up fucking videos and shit, but I'm I started learning Pennsylvania Dutch. Oh, jeez. And my wife, to learn a language, you have to have somebody that you can talk to and practice speaking it. And my wife would have no part of it, so we'd be going down the road, and I'd tell her I love her. 
and, and, and Pennsylvania Dutch. And I, she would just laugh at me. I, I'm not talking to you like that. So I kind of lost my ambition of learning Pennsylvania Dutch because I mm-hmm. want to talk to the Amish. <laughs> Anyways, back to Ohio. Ohio is like an awesome freaking state. It's flat. It's void. It's got big shitty cities like Dayton and Cincinnati. Dayton is famous for the rap group uh, Dayton Family. They're the new murder capital. Murder capital. Did oh, I Dayton slur? is. Jesus. Come on, Joe Biden. Get your shit together, bud. Uh, yeah, they're. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was me to wake you up a little bit. Oh yeah. Um, they are the, the Dayton's pretty much a murder capital, man. It's like Detroit. Dayton is freaking rough. So I got some friends that live outside of that and I'm in a native American history. So I go down to like Fort ancient, all the mounds, the serpent mounds, all this crazy shit. I hunt, uh, uh, arrowheads out of fields in the surrounding areas, <clears throat> but you get out East, uh, towards Pennsylvania and you got like Hocking Hills. Oh my God. God created this. Mm-hmm. It is the most amazing jaw-dropping uh, uh, land that you've ever seen in your life. Now, hold on a second. Is this man-made land that mm. they kind of move shit up and no. like put some fountains in no. or fucking planted some trees? Or is this just... Bro, this is river-carved rock, thousands of years of rock outcroppings. You can see the smoke on the ceiling all the way uh, to 10,000 years ago. Right. Uh, so on that note, why don't you grab that bag right there? Fuck, here we go. Forgot about the bag again. Yep. We got to get this out, man. It's uh, Man, I'm sorry. We just keep talking about different shit. Patty Jenkins says archaeology. She loves it. Oh. Larry Morris says, I'm from Ohio, pimp. I love it. See, I, I think every state has beauty. beauty blah, blah, blah. Look at now I'm Joe Biden fucking shit. No, beauty, beauty yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to look, man. You just got to know where to look, right? Get off 27. Get off Interstate 20. I'm going to save this one for the last one. Get off uh, uh, Interstate 75. Get off the freaking highways and go to the back roads and see. What the fuck? That, sir, is a yodeling pickle. This pickle does fucking yodel. Oh, jeez, look at this. What the fuck do you do with a yodeling pickle, Rowdy? When it was sent to me, that's re-gifted, by the way. Uh, I love it. I questioned. I, I questioned myself. I questioned my existence. <laughs> like, what? What is the relevance is this, of a yodeling is clean? pickle? It is clean. Ooh, thank I, God. I was tempted one night drunk, but no, I didn't test the yodeling pickle. It doesn't smell like It doesn't flashes. vibrate. Uh, no. no, but... It, yeah, why is there a yodeling pickle? And how high would you have to be to invent the yodeling pickle? I mean, there's got to be a use for this fucking thing, right? Yeah, maybe you got a kinky old lady that likes yodeling and likes short green dicks. I don't know. I mean, but if you were to use this on your old lady, there's a little bit of holes here. I think that's what a speaker is. Those would probably get filled up, I believe, with bodily fluids. And I think that's the national standard, what, about five and a half inches? I mean, this is actually pretty accurate. Sort I mean, of a uh, correct girth. It's got uh, little bumps on it, like a real pickle for her pleasure. You know what? This is it. Is this, this what's going to get you kicked off YouTube? And no, this is, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one. Oh, shit. I, I got kicked off YouTube and Facebook for yodeling pickle. <laughs> Patty said, uh, I used to be in archaeology club. Oh, nice. <clears throat> Brandon said the Dayton family is named after Dayton Street in Flint. It's one of the most crime-ridden streets in Flint. Oh, you're right. You're right. They are from Michigan. My yes, dumbass. Uh, 
Patty says, laughed my ass off on the pickle. Kevin said, I had to check on my mom's. I'm back. Kevin, do you want to see this yellow and pickle? You got to make it fly like a spaceship. Here you go. This is going to be my thumbnail. The yodeling pickle. Fucking hilarious. Dude, I got to say, thank you for this. I have no idea exactly <laughs> what I'm going to do with it. So, hey, uh, you know, when you got your little marker or when shit gets a little too rough, too dirty. Yep. Instead of that me or the thumbs down, you just play the yodeling pickle. Dude. I like it. It totally takes your mind off whatever you're saying, too. Or it's if, like, one of your buddies starts talking about some dumb shit, you're just like, hey, <laughs> click it. It's distracting. And they're going to be like, what What the fuck is that? I'm going to be like, it's she, fucking yodeling pickle, bro. You know what, bro? And everybody stares at it like. They're like, what is that? Let me try it. Say the yodeling pickle. What was I saying? Right, exactly. That's a good one. Thank you very much. You're I got to give you a fucking applause for that one. The yodeling pickle. Random shit from Rowdy's house. Random shit from Rowdy's house. Now, I think the only thing left in this bag. Oh, nope, you got, I lied. You got a couple. Yeah, see, he knows exactly what's in this bag. All right. This next one's going to be. And these are all gifts, by the way. These are gifts to me, to the wheelhouse. Some were um, randomly picked. Some were specifically picked. For you, my friend. I appreciate that. Hey. I appreciate that. You know what? He's actually one of my first guys that I've ever known uh, to be a customer in my business, to be a friend of mine. You know what I mean? Like, I would actually call him a friend, and I would send people to you and say, hey, tell him I fucking sent you. And, you know, if you guys know, you know. Uh, Brandon said it's an alien wiener. It could be. But. The yodels. <laughs> yodels. All right. This next one here is, you know what? I know what this is. This is special. This is real one, too. That's fucking real deal fucking Arrowhead, folks. That's uh, real deal Ohio. Real deal Ohio Arrowhead, huh? Yes, sir. Kevin Burns, you got to love this fucking episode. This has been Ohio all day long, buddy. Almost like the last game you played with Michigan. I think they would call that, uh, Jesus, it, it's an Adina or, um, ah, crap. My my typology is a little off. I'm a little rough, but I hunt fields. So this is a real. This is not like a that, recreated one, bro. That's the real shit. And honestly, that thing in your hand was first picked up by me, and that is probably about 3,500 years old. So, Get the fuck out of here! 3,500 year old yes, arrowhead sir. right here. 3,500. I'm glad I clipped my nails today, but 3,500 to 4,500 years old. It's a, a mid to late archaic, and. Um, yeah, you might be able to smell some giant bison. Or I was gonna say it killed. It must have killed something, bro. Did you realize we have beavers that stood eight foot tall? What the fuck? Yeah. Can Beaver? I just? Yes. Drive by on a beaver. How the fuck are you gonna kill a beaver with a nine millimeter? Uh, an eight foot tall beaver. That would be horrific, dude. Can you imagine? Like I'm taking a shit in the woods, and an eight foot tall beaver snuck up behind me. And mauled me in the woods. Can you imagine how big the teeth would be on an eight-foot-tall beaver? Good Lord. What, what the fuck are you going to do? Especially yeah. his arms. How strong. Those animals are fucking strong. Dude, they're giant rats. Yeah. 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 That's imagine, a scary fucking imagine thing. Imagine how creepy a small big rat, a big, what an oxymoron, a small big rat. A small big rat. Can you believe it? <laughs> a giant midget. <laughs> those, those fuckers exist. I'm but, telling you. But that was real shit, man. That was stuff they had to fight, or not fight, but had to execute to survive back then. Um, so, yeah, uh, Ice Age left Michigan 10 to 12,000 years ago. You had the Paleo, you had the Archaic, Late Archaic, 
early woodland, blah, blah, blah. That is late archaic to early woodland. Uh, that's a nice point. That stretch from Michigan down into center of Ohio. Um, and that would have been a spear point. That would have been a hafted spear point. Oh, honest, that was attached to a spear. Yep, and they would have thrust uh, the way that they attached them to the spear, which shows the tail on that, the bottom yeah, part yeah, of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, right uh, here. That was so that when they jabbed it into it, they could pull their stick out. The, the shaft. Oh, and it would stay there? Yeah, the shaft. They could would, reuse it. The shaft was more important than that piece of stone. And when they went back to the campfire that night, they'd heat the sinew um, and the, uh, uh, what do they call it, pitch. Sinew and pitch. They okay. heat it up, peel it off the stick, reload that son of a bitch, rehaft it with sinew and pitch. Sinew is like a tendon from deer mm-hmm. uh, that they would cut in strings long, and it was super strong. And they could stretch it however they wanted to to make dude, that damn thing. Dude, like fish, stronger than fish line. Wow. Uh, not as thin, but stronger than fish line. And pitch, which is pine tar and ash mixed. Right. And once you heat it up, gob it together, poke it on there, wrap the sinew, put the pitch on it, that son of a bitch was held tight until they thrust it in something, pulled it out. So the whole premise was that piece floated around the guts. 10 or 15 oh, of them. Oh, giving them fucking probably shit that they were dying. Then they would just track it. All they got to do now is track it. They'd bleed internally. Right. And That's they, fucking crazy. Yep. So, Dude, how did now? How did you come across this again? Uh, I, hunt, I hunt fields. That's so you my, just found this? That's my sanctuary hobby. Really? When I've had enough of the fucking world, I find a field, I get permission, I walk that field, normally near a creek, a river, or a lake, and I just walk the field, and I look for lithics. I look for firecrack rock. I look for pottery. I look for what they call debitage, which is uh, a flakes from making something like that. Right. I understand the flint typology, flint and shirt typology. Um, so, yeah, man, it's just a hobby to shut my brain off from the modern world. Brandon said that Arrowhead is either Chippewa or Ojibwe. Uh, uh Here's a here's a lesson for Brandon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know what the tribes were called Ooh. to about 600 years ago. What they call that is pre-contact, prehistory, and prehistory. The problem with the Native Americans is they only had vocal history. They could tell. They never stories. had shit written down. They never had written history. Yeah. And so for that fact, we don't know what the tribes are called. So here, a real quick one. Uh, most Indian tribe, all Indian tribes were Whoa. hostile. They're not the peace-loving, tree-hugging Indians all thought they were. If they didn't like the tribe next door, they'd go over there, massacre, massacre execute every single individual, woman, child, baby, maybe take a baby, maybe take a woman into their tribe to well, be that's... assimilated. But their history was erased. Right. So the fact that you can call that tribe by a name is bullshit it doesn't happen. Well, it's you got to think. You got to think. Before, before uh, I would say early settlers came here and, and pretty much took over for themselves, how many different tribes were there in and, and, and the whole land? You know what I mean? Like it's Millions. Millions. Over tens of thousands of years. And they're years. warring with each other every fucking day before we came here. So All it's the like, time. They, you killed my wife. I'm the chief of this tribe. We're coming over there, and they would literally wipe you off the face of the planet. Your whole history was erased. All of your stories, your right. folklore, however long your tribe existed, is, is erased. Is there any, uh, any like uh, maybe like saved 
like uh, monolithics or anything um, from? So we have a cool lithic. It is called the Sanilac Petroglyphs. It is in the thumb of Michigan. And in the 1800s, there was a fire that started in Wisconsin, blew over Lake Michigan, caught Michigan on fire. It was a horrible drought year. Oh, shit. Burnt all the way over to the thumb. And when the Army Corps of Engineers was surveying the damage, and, like, there was villages that were wiped out, and everybody in the village was incinerated. Damn. It was that big of a fire. Uh, they found a, uh, a sandstone outcropping with hundreds and hundreds of carved designs. And it's still there. You can go see it. It's, it's Sanilac. It's up in the thumb. Mm-hmm. And right next to it is Bayport. And one of the popular materials in Michigan to make arrowheads out of is Bayport chert, right. which is a lesser-grade flint. Uh, so there's some history for you. Go check out Bayport chert. Go check out the Sanilac petroglyphs. Michigan has about a 12,000-year Indian history. We're out west. They're figuring that it's positive 20,000 years history. See, now that makes you think, too. Like, what was the world? What did it look like? What did America look like 10,000 years ago or, or, you know, whatever? Pure and pristine. The forest were old growth. The Indians didn't cut down large trees. Right. So all the trees were old growth. There's an island called. Uh, well, they probably didn't cut down the old trees because those motherfuckers are about fucking half a mile wide. You exactly. see those old son bitches? Oh, well, you know how long it would take? We have, a, you know, of course, you got the redwoods out in the Shoot. West Coast. Um, up on Beaver Island, or not Beaver Island, uh, South Manitou Island, which I've been out to several times camping. You have to hike like eight miles inland and you get to the spot where the sand dunes overtake the forest. Right. There are trees that are six foot plus in diameter. This is in Michigan? Yes. And it is, the trees were so unapproachable by man that they couldn't cut them down and haul them out and use them. You just got to kind of admire them. They're freaking amazing, dude. Right. It's, it's, it's like seeing dinosaurs. Well, and I think that, that that type of history is important. You know what I mean? I mean, I think that, uh, and now now we do have the technology to cut these damn things down, and people are cutting We're a bunch protecting. of old shits down. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully. And, and your your normal guy doesn't know about this shit. You got to get out. You got to get off the beaten road. Yeah. You got to take that two-track highway. I went to Biloxi, Mississippi earlier last spring. I never hit a fucking marked highway. All back roads. Right. Three and a half days to get from Michigan to Blackstone. But you, that's the only way you're going to see that shit. The you shit I, mean? I saw was amazing. The right. history. Shit's the only way. Yeah, yeah. It's all on the back roads. It's and it's sad. It's sad to think that like a lot of these... Uh, you know, a lot of these kids, a lot of these youths and shit nowadays, especially the ones that are that are brought up in the inner cities and the and fucking the adults, even the adults, yeah, even the adults, their parents and shit. It's like they're, they they don't Michigan. even know about it, right? You don't know about the satellite petroglyphs. You don't know about the circular earth mounds. Brandon so- says Pontiac Lake is one of the best places in Michigan to look for Native American history. Now, this guy, I don't know if he, I, I don't even don't even know if you know this guy. This guy does a lot of good fishing. Um, up in the uh, St. Clair River, okay, I believe. Um, this dude, I'm telling you right, you want to catch a big-ass fish, you want to have a good time doing it, this dude will take you fucking out, you and whoever else you want to bring with you, depending on your size, he'll switch boats. Nice. Um, he's got he's got the people. He's he's That's what he does. He's he's kind of like a, a lake guide or a tour guide. What the hell is your yeah. official thing, Brandon? I don't know your official thing. I don't want to call you something you're not. But So, Brandon, you're telling me about Pontiac Lake. I am aware of it. Have I had a chance to go out there and walk the beaches and look? No. 
but I know a spot that you know about, and it's called the Wood Tick Peninsula down by the Maumee. Uh-oh. Uh, my son just found his first arrowhead there about four weeks ago. Nice. Uh, I put a little Facebook post up on it. Uh, we walked all the way probably five miles to the end of the Wood Tick Peninsula, and my son, I didn't find shit, and I was angry, but my son found a, a broken arrow. Oh, I arrow. did see that on, yeah. yeah. yeah but yeah, it was still, that was, that was something that was dropped. Anywhere from a thousand to twenty five hundred years ago, right. which is early in archaeology. Yeah, find a piece that's ten thousand years ago, and you're like, "Holy shit! I'm the first human that has touched this since the day it was dropped." Isn't it crazy to think that our country itself is only what three hundred years old? Mm. Three hundred and some odd, almost four hundred. So well, almost four hundred. Yeah, the, I the, suck at math. That's why I was fifteen sixties, fifteen eighties. Uh, the Jesuit priests, Gregory, were, what's up, buddy? We're working their way through Michigan, and here's a, another random known fact. Hold on one second before you get to that. Go ahead, Gregory. I don't have your contact information. You got to message me, bud. Find me on uh, Wheelchair Rick on Facebook. Message me here. I don't put your information on. Well, don't put your information on here. We don't want weirdos calling you. But we got to get Gregory on. Gregory is actually a local guy here in Albion. Okay. Um, I met him uh, weirdly at the at the you know station, whatever gas station. No, he was at the family fair. Um, but he's a cool guy in here. He does guns. Like he he you know. Has nice. all kinds of, and he likes like showing people about what's going on, like talking about safety. And yep, I, he needs a platform, man. I want to get him on here to get him going again. I'd and love to come on here and hang out with him. Fuck, I'm, it'd be great, man. We'd have a good time. Gun guru, buddy, and a history buff. Yeah. Uh, second oldest city in the United States. Okay, what is it? Uh, in the United States, <clears throat> yep, Philadelphia, St. Ignace, Michigan. How okay, hold on. Second oldest city in the United States. But I thought that they came in over by, like, New Hampshire and all that stuff. They did, but as as far as colonized cities, uh, the, 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 the priests were the ones that basically colonized the United States. They were the ones that went from an outboard And they said, this city. is going to be a fucking city because of uh, a lot resources, of them, right? Well, between the French, which predated the Americans, uh, the, the French had colonized Canada long before we really started getting into this. Okay. But as far as actual cities that were colonized, St. Ignace is the second or third oldest city in the United States. Mm-hmm. Oh damn! Yep. See, I, I never knew that. Now I gotta, I gotta, I gotta tell you something here, Rowdy. Brandon, our, our one of our longtime viewers, just said this might be the best episode yet. He's fucking <laughs> loving some Rowdy fucking Freeman over here getting well, down. A little bit of history, a little bit of pissed off. That bag ain't done. You know what? We got some more in this bag. Let's get to this bag. That bag ain't done. Now I'm gonna pull out before we pull out the big thing, which I can kind of tell what it is. I love it when he puts his here. hand in my bag. All up in there, feeling around. Uncia. Ooh. Now I know what this is. <laughs> this, my friends, is a. That's a Viking battle axe right there. Just a little Viking, just a trinket. Oh yeah. Just a trinket, keychain piece. But I was like, that belongs to you, dude. That would chop a lizard's head off if we got it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you could castrate something with that. Hey, lizard person. No, right. maybe sharpen it. You know, take somebody's pinky nail off. Dude, I like it. This will go in the wheelhouse and stay here forever. Something to hang on. We're gonna we're gonna make this somewhere, and the next time you come, I'm gonna be like, "Do you know where it's at?" And I'm gonna make you look for it and search for it. And you're gonna be like, "Nope." <laughs> and you're gonna find it and be like, "Son of a bitch." I saved the. Uh, I believe I say. Let me get my reading glass. See this? How freaking all I 
could have magnifying glasses. Thank I've God had for, glasses since I was, what, 13, 12, 13? Yeah. No, probably 12. I had to go to Family Dollar for these. Shit, at least you didn't have to go to, to the eye doctor, huh? <laughs> well, the doctor says, I got good news and bad news. I said, uh, bad news, I need glasses. He says, yep. Good news, I can get them at Walmart. He says, yep. Oh, well, then fuck, you already knew. I knew I was getting blind. All right, we're going to save this last one for uh, right before we get off here. Now, folks, this was kind of planned, but it wasn't super duper planned. We had a little time. We said, you know what, we're going to come on, have them come on here. And to be honest with you, I am surprised that we have not went off the rails like I thought we were going to. I thought it was going to be like, I thought we were going to be talking about some shit that we weren't supposed to be talking about, and it was going to be crazy, and I was going to be to like, wait a minute, hold on a second. The shit show, shut her down, Rowdy. Shut her down! But no, actually, it's been pretty good. Um, and I will take this uh, this particular show, and we will put this on Spotify. So if you guys are just fans of just listening to stuff, make sure you go to Spotify, look for the Wheelhouse Network, uh, or just search up Wheelchair Rick and be able to find us. We have audio and visual on Spotify as well. Um, my buddy Clax was able to help me figure that out. Thanks, buddy. So I got to ask you, before we get to this last one, hold on, let's let's consult the pickle. Pickle, what do you think? Oh, okay. Yeah, he's still... Yep, he's... He's ready. The magic pickle. The magic pickle. So how much more time you got left here? 740. 740, I got like. You want to just do 8 o'clock? I'm or? good, 8 o'clock. All right, let's That's call it 8 o'clock. We got 20 more minutes. She'll be a little pissed, but she'll get over it. You know what? They always kind of do, as long as you rub their back enough and it's tell them you love them. And better to be pissed off than pissed on. That's yeah, definitely, definitely. Especially in my, my day and age where I can actually piss on you if you don't fucking, you know. Right. Especially at my age when I can still hold my piss. Technically, if my piss is in a fucking bucket, right, and my, my old lady goes to pour it on and it does spill on her a little bit, did I piss on her or did the bucket piss? I mean, you got to think about it. It's still a christening. It is. It's, it is. It's a, it's a path of rights. Man, you know what? And sometimes she does it without no gloves and I love her to death for it. Yeah, it's just pee. It's sterile. It's pee, man. Fucking drinking. It goes in and out. I'm not going to. I hope we don't have to. Especially if you ate asparagus. That'd be fucking gross. Good Lord. Son of a bitch. All right, no more pee talk. <laughs> All right, that was actually pretty funny. Uh, look at Brittany said, Brandon, yes, I agree. We're going to have a lot more people listening to this and watching this than we probably had a lot of other people watching our fucking crazy antics on here. Well, because you got to think, with two people, it's a lot easier to control than with four. You know what I mean? I, I like I like chaos. Well, chaos is good if it's controlled chaos. I, when I was a part of, uh, I, when I say a part, I was just a guest on WTFNR, but I was, mm-hmm. I was one of those guys that they just brought on and left online. And I what do you mean left online? Well, uh, I was part of the chat, part of the show, but I kind of stayed silent until there was a funny gimmicky part to say. Right. But I, I was always amazed how you can have three or four people on and not over talk each other, especially on the internet was difficult. Yeah. Now I've watched your shows where you've had three or four guys on. That's a fucking shit show. No, it's not. It's uh, really, I, I was really blown away uh, at the courteous and, and how few times they had to backstep like, oops, sorry. Like they're over talking to each other. It was really nice man you got good shows bro i mean i will say thank you for that because i do appreciate it but i will also say that i'm my biggest critic you know what i mean like when you're doing something like this you have to be 
I'm my biggest critic. That's why it's only me. Right. Well, <laughs> and when, but when I see people that are like, when we're going live and they're like, this is a fucking shit show. You know what I mean? Like you guys are all over the place. I know that I've lost control of the reins. So sometimes we do get into the shit where everybody gets too much alcohol. Everybody wants to talk over everybody. We have people stepping in from somebody else because somebody couldn't make it or whatever. And they're not used to how we do shit. So it's like. How am I supposed to keep all this intact? And it's fucking crazy. That's kind of why I only wanted you today. You know what I mean? You're the ringmaster. And uh, so one of the guys that parted WTFNR, I'm sorry for pointing out because it was a beautiful thing in my life. It's a shit. It's nothing now. Uh, But that part for veterans was an amazing outlet, an amazing outlet. So the ringleader, you, uh, he did such a great job just trying to – keep it somewhat in check and, and somewhat of a format. Yep. And the rest of them are just fucking monkeys throwing shit at each other. Exactly. And it was beautiful, though. Sometimes it worked out real good. Sometimes it's a shit show. But still, a shit show is a show. You're right. You're right. And that's the kind of like uh, when we did my Halloween show. Like, dude, it looks so good in here. We had all the lights and all the fucking... My old lady came and did all the, you know, the... the Spider webs and fucking, it looked really cool in here. Like, I, dude, I was the only one with my Lieutenant Dan costume on, fucking all dressed to the teeth. Damn. Everybody else fucking wore just a wig and was like, I got my costume on. <laughs> I'm like, fuck out of here, bro. Like, come on. I told you guys this like a week ago, and you motherfuckers come in a wig. Get the fuck out of here. If I was still a part of that band that oh I, my god that i will not mention you could have came in fucking looking oh, bro. crispy bro oh bro it would have been full we would have had to back the camera up it would have been too much oh yeah dude and, and not only that you'd have had to done a, a, a psa uh in, informing the women of the shock and fright that they oh, might yeah. encounter you know especially oh, especially with the uh a full frontal cam i mean no, yeah because i don't wear underwear when I i'm wear pretty it. sure we would have got kicked off for that <laughs> no we would definitely would have got kicked off for that one um, uh, man, I wish we could talk more about this, about you being a part, which I think I, we're going to have you back. Down obviously. the road. We're going to have you back when you feel more comfortable. Yeah, and you know what's down going the road. I've, I don't want to push it. No, nah, it's all right, man. Honestly, I, uh, it, and it's a complex thing and it's, uh, but it is what it is. And yeah. here I am and I don't give a fuck. Right. So you got one last thing in the bag and I want to see something before you kick me out of here. I do. I, I, I got to say something that's helped me in my life. Oh, go ahead. Uh, but number one, open that bag. I got you. Put the bag into right. fucking place. I'm, I'm telling the ringleader what to do. Hey, you know what? Sometimes you have to, <laughs> otherwise I sit my ass here and don't fucking know what the hell is going on. Now this one, I kind of already figured it was going to be a fucking beautiful. Oh, I love this flag. So this right here, let me make sure I get it right. Nope. It's going to go this way. There we go. Beautiful. Okay. That's a real deal, boy, ain't it? In 1775, Mm -hmm. Christopher Gadsden, who the Gadsden flag is named after, that is the first flag of the United States Marine Corps. This is the one. And I'm, I'm one of them... Oh, yeah. I'm a big Marine blower. I always had this infatuation with the Marines. I used to write them a fucking letters when I was kids. Really? Oh, God, dude. At 12 years old, I can't wait to get out of this house and join the Marine Corps. Is there a junior ROTC that I can join? And they'd send me letters back, and they'd send me flags and all this Marine Corps swag. And I had the biggest heart on to do it. And then I found out what vagina and musical instruments were, and, and you were like, "Wait a minute, what? What's that? Yeah, what's the what core? 
bro, grew my hair long, had the biggest mullet, mm-hmm. jean jacket, 73 Dodge Dart, 16 years old, and, and, and vagina, and completely forgot about the Marine Corps. And then later in life, when I felt my need for duty of some sort, and, and of course the Marine Corps wasn't taking my old ass, Army, hey, fucking hey, come on in. Oh, my God. So it was a hey, do four years with us. I told my wife, four years with them or one year as a contractor. I went over as a contractor. The reason I went over, all Hold power. on, did you sign with the Army as a contractor or you just signed uh, uh, with a different company? Department of Defense, DOD. How the fuck did you get that job, though? How, how did you apply for that? Well, I had to fight. It was through KBR. It's called Kellogg, Brown, and Root, and that's one of Dick Cheney's little evil money-making schemes. And it okay. was a complete fleecing of the United States. I never liked the idea of mixing... Um, civilians with the military and i've got that could be a whole show on itself oh man i i could divulge got so much more to talk about oh here. god i could divulge for hours how bad monetarily we got fucked through the iraq war it, it it's it's ridiculous it's unfathomable uh so anyways i did what i needed to do uh, my i felt my part was done uh i went over not I didn't put life in line. I mean, I could have got blown up, but I got paid eighty nine grand a year. I'm gonna cut it off there because I want to say that for another show. Right, right, but right. But that was I my like patriotic. That was that, that was a piece of my life that I had to have closure on. My wife was awesome enough to give me the opportunity to to get that closure and go be an adventurer to support you in it. Yep, which is a big fucking dude. Yep. If you're with somebody, the support is a hundred percent. Especially like, some crazy ass shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I want to go climb the Andes. Mountains. I could die, but I'm gonna. I, I love you. I, I'm probably gonna die. I'm probably gonna die. <laughs> I'm probably gonna but... get fucking blown up. But go ahead. Yeah, but I cool. love you. Yeah, yeah. Pat me on the back, and it fucking sucked. And it man, is women it is. like that need fucking more than we can give them, bro. I'm telling bro, you, twenty eight fucking years. Twenty eight. I'm forty. I'm eleven with mine, so I'm like, I, I, dude, I already know I owe her more than the world, and I can't fucking deliver that. So I'm like, I'm just trying to give her what I can. You know dude, what I mean? And she is a good girl. She's oh, stuck fuck. behind you, behind the hardest time. Shit, bro. God bless her, brother. You know what? It's 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 something you can't even imagine, even doing yourself if you were kind of in that position because it's it's different. You know what I mean? It's it's completely fucking different. I can't say that I'd have the drive that you had. And to see you as peaceful now as you are, I can see it in your eyes. I can see it in your body language. As peaceful as you are, and and, and <clears throat> can I end the show? Go ahead, bro. <laughs> Take it away. So I've got this fucking crazy philosophy. The older you get, the wiser you get. And there's no bullshit in it. You just pick up all this information, and you finally hit a fucking brick wall. Mm-hmm. And you realize that there are things you can't control, and there are things you are, you can control. Your situation is exactly this. You can control what happened, but you can control the outcome. And this yen thing that I do is it it's almost like humming it. It is what it is. Right. And those words, being able to accept that, are so humbling, so peaceful that that you can't control the shit that's happening. But you can influence and have a certain control out of the outcome of it. Right. And if it wasn't for you having that zen, we wouldn't be having this radio show today, bro. You're damn right. I appreciate that. I, I really do appreciate that. I love this. You know, it's it's uh, my grandfather always told me, and this is kind of like 
what kept me going is when I got home and besides her, obviously is when I got home, my grandfather's weak. You know what I mean? Like I took care of him for a long time, for a long time. And even though I didn't want to, I knew it was the right thing to do. You know what I mean? Like I knew that in my heart, if I didn't, and there was times he would call me and want me to come over. And I, I was like, no, I can't, I'm busy. And then I'd hang up with him. I'd sit there and he'd be like, motherfucker, you know, damn well, you can go do that. You know, the song you heard. What's that? Cats in the Cradle. Oh, God. You're like, when yeah, you come yeah, yeah. on, son, well, I don't yeah. know when. But yeah, we'll yeah. get together then, son. And uh, there's a new song that actually came out by this country guy that's, uh, I don't know if you've heard that, uh, Until You Can't, it's called fucking. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Shit kiss you nuts. Dude, it does. That's why I hate like country music. Bitch. I can't listen to it drunk. Oh, man, no. It'll tell you, it'll tell you right up. Well, I can, but I got to be alone. But no, like, so like, um, I remember when I came home and I seen my grandpa. Uh, for the first time, and I remember when I wheeled my fucking chair, my manual chair, up into his fucking shit. So he was alive when that happened. Oh no, he was. Yeah, he was. Uh, he's eight, he was eighty six years old when he died, and I think he was eighty five when it happened. Okay. So like he lived for another year, um, but like it, it was weird because it just worked out to the point where he stayed alive so long, just so I would fucking. You know, be good on my own. So when I came when I came home from the hospital, he seen me come home, and he seen me like come in, and he gave me his car to use, his old Mercury because he wasn't using it no more. So I used it. And I actually used it for a few months to get around to go places, and I'd come see him, and I'd, I'd never forget the the first time he seen me. He says he kept saying, "Tell like," and this is like a recurring thing. He said, "One day at a time, you'll be just fine. You just got to take it one day at a time, Rick. One day at a time. That's all it is." One day at a time. And he, he wrote me uh, the last letter he ever wrote me. The birthday letter was one day at a time. And you'll be just fine. So I want to take his letters and his writing, and I want to put it around this tattoo on my hand. You know what I mean? Like, yep. So I'll always be there, and I'll always remember that, what he told me. And after that, shortly after that, uh, 2021, he passed away. And uh, I remember I seen him right when he was up at VA. And, his, I mean, you could tell. He had cancer of the insides, and we were giving him, like, all kinds of um, Simpson oil, and, like, we were trying to help him. Um, but it's, it's, it's so crazy how he, he lived long enough for me to, like, go through my accident, go through treatment, come home, see him, shake his hand, spend a couple evenings with him, have some food with him, and then, you know, pass on. So it's like, I feel like he stayed around, you know, Enough partly just you, for me, right. To give you that strength. Right. And that motivation. And without him, I wouldn't be, you know, who I am today. So I got to give it to him. I, the credit you give to him, I give the credit to my great-grandfather, Hugh Losey. Uh, right. It, it's amazing. And, and dude, you're amazing. The show's fucking amazing. That, that power. It's weird. You can feel it, right? You can oh, yeah. feel like what we're doing right now. We have people watching us, even though it's like we don't have 100,000 people, but I don't give a shit. As long as we can fucking talk to two, three, four, five people, I'm good with that. You know what I mean? Because like, even though this is going to end, obviously, and we're done being live, it'll still be on the internet and people can watch it and yep. have a laugh, have a watch, maybe learn something or two. You know, who knows? The power is going to be an inspiration. Right. And that's my biggest thing is, is when I was in the hospital, I kept looking for somebody to, to, to look to. You know, like, what do I do now? How do I go forward? What do I do? What do I look forward to? And there's only a couple of people online that I actually, like, could could bond with, I guess. And shortly after I started watching one of these guys, I'm not going to say his name um, or what his YouTube is, but, like, shortly after I started watching this, I realized, this motherfucker can get up and walk and, like, make his own coffee and do this and that. And I'm just like, man, because part of his leg was blown out, but he can still get up and walk. And part of me was pissed. I'm like, you fucking phony, you fake-ass motherfucker. But then I thought about it. I'm like, wait a minute, Rick, stop. 
he still got to live his life way differently because he was jogging and he fucking flew like uh, somebody had a vent open to a parking garage and he flew 80 feet down and blew he's, both his fucking knees out. He's fighting his own demon. He's fighting his own battle. Everybody that has a, an injury, spinal cord or otherwise, that has to do with wheelchair use is, <clears throat> is has a completely different injury than I do. So it's like not, not to minimize, not but a bad rotator cuff, a bad knee, a fucked up hip, a fucked up back. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, cloudy mental a- a- anything that you're overcoming and still being a productive member of society right and in in this is a productive member of society you're not sitting in that fucking house i can't i can't fucking do it you're dude. not fucking feeling sorry for yourself can't you're not blaming it. the world you're not blaming jesus no you know as gay as it sounds but forrest gump <laughs> i'm lieutenant dan for halloween bro Lieutenant Dan blamed God. Yeah. Until Lieutenant, Forrest put him right. Lieutenant Dan challenged God. Made his peace with him. And he finally fucking made his peace. And he's like, I can still exist as a human being, even though I fucked up and missed my legs. And I'm not going to be this war hero that I thought I was going to be. No. And he still had a successful, peaceful life. And that's where that saying comes from. And I'm not, I'm telling you, it's powerful. You got rid of and, the hate. And brother, I'm not I'm not into that biblical shit. I believe in God, but I don't preach it and I'm not biblical. Mm-hmm. Being able to fucking just accept that it is what it is and do your best to control the outcome will give you a peace that you've never felt. The stress that I felt at my shop when I I almost lost it all, man. I had seven employees. I'm about to break fucking a half a million in my third year oh, shit. with seven guys. You were there. I don't remember that being that number because oh, you never disclosed it to me, oh, but that's it fucking was, amazing. It was there. It was there. My third year full-time in my own business, and you watched it all crumble. And you watched me go to another shop and have like a helper. Yeah. And then you watched me go to my third shop. And now I've, I've, it's just me. Dude, it's crazy to think now that you say that. I've been with you through a few shops. 13 years, bro. Holy fuck. 13 years. You've That's been. actually right around the same time I got started. Not right, it's, it's a little bit. I think it was about a... You were green. I was getting started. Just getting started when I... My snap-on guy was fucking green. Yeah. And we've all grown through this and progressed in this circle of life. And you, as, as bad as you might think you have, you're doing good. Now, listen, man. I got to say this. I appreciate the, uh, you know, the the... I would say the the support, you know, from different people, from the viewers, from the friends, from people. And the thing is, is like, like I said, I wanted to make something where people could look at. I didn't have nobody like that. I, I could get, I could, I could, you know, accumulate myself with like, this is somebody I would hang out with. Everybody else just seemed kind of like cool, but like not really my style. So I wanted to make videos and I wanted to make different, uh, you know, content for people that could look at us and say, Hey, you know what? This guy's doing it. Why can't I do it? Why can't I get my ass up out of bed and actually do something? Because if I was to sit in that house and sit in that bed every fucking day, which I I could do that, and I wouldn't lose a damn thing except for pride, probably. But I'm in, I I I can't do that. I'm the type of person where I can't just sit back nope. and have something to say and not say it. You've known me for yep. years. I can't. I'm not that guy. And we've had great intellectual discussions. While we're looking over a placemat. I've given up fucking three hours of my day to come sit with you at your shop to talk about fucking whatever it is. Whatever it is. And and, and sometimes it might be business. Hey, 
60 bucks. Here's the card. This is what it looks like. We're going to put you on this. Uh, you're always selling. I mean, when you come in, you're yeah. working. You're selling. Oh, yeah. And it was a, a quick sale. Yes, I can. No, I can't. Well, business first. And then yeah, and then, then it was 30 minutes of bullshit. And that's how we got to become friends. And I kind of feel bad, but I kind of don't uh, about like, uh, um, and we're leading the show way out. <laughs> so when you got out here and I saw this, you need this and this, and I kind of had my shit going on. I kind of felt bad, man. I was like, fuck, you know, like I want to go out there and help Rick. I want I kind of want to go out and be a part of Rick building this. And I didn't get a chance to, but I'm here now. And I hope this shows you that I want to help you build this. Oh no, for sure. 100%. And with you being here, just doing this for me, these little, what, two hours, we've been live for an hour, 47 minutes. Being live for this two hours and you giving me this content and our people looking at this and saying, dude, this is like some of the best shit we've seen so far. I think that we're onto something here, Mr. Rowdy. I think <laughs> I, that we can, I think that we, uh, you know. I'd love to come out once, twice a month, whenever I can. Um, the the rants that you heard on Facebook and, and, and if I could give you access to a couple of those that I haven't like kicked off. So for a premise of the people and it's eight o'clock, I get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, I, I get angry. And when I get angry, how I expose of that negative energy is to go on a little fucking rant. And if I'm uh, buzzed, I erase the rant. And if I'm sober, I'll let the rant stay on the fucking page. But it just gets all gets rid of that negative energy. But if you're live and you're lucky enough to catch him before he fucking gets rid of it. Now you got a show. Now you got a fucking show. <laughs> I love you, brother. Fuck yeah, man. Let's give it up for Mr. Fucking Rowdy Freeman, guys. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for hanging out with me, sir. We're going to hang out actually a little bit before after we leave, obviously. But I'm going to tell these people, thank you very much for watching us. Thank you for tuning into the wheelhouse. Be sure to click in for next time. Who fucking knows what's going to happen, guys? Like, you know what? It's, it's only the top from here, Mata. Is that how they, is that how they said it? Something like that. Yeah, something like that. We'll see you next time.